Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like an oil spill, but we're a lot slicker. She's doing the sounds. I, I'm BB Lynch. I'm Miranda Baby Oil K. <laughs> and, ooh, right. Mm. You know that I'm a very calm, yes, measured, <laughs> very, very level. Very balanced. Very balanced. Don't suffer at all from any kind of voices in my head (laughs) or anxiety or anything like that. Yeah. If I was suffering from anxiety or, uh, you know, many kind of ailments, Mm. what could I be talking about today? Well, I've got a little bit of ideas there. Um, But for the expert, let's go over to Lorna Campbell from Karma Queen. BB, yes. <laughs> you know what I've got to do for this one? What? <laughs> come, 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 queen, come, queen. I bet no one's ever done that to you before, have they, Lorna? Do you know what? They actually haven't. Oh, <laughs> Lorna, Lorna, Lorna. <laughs> we haven't met, but I here and now I have to insist you never encourage. I know. I'm I sorry. just. <laughs> so rude, so rude. Um, but I'm starting off with one of Culture Cubs uh, classics because we have the founder. Thank you, thank you. It's Miranda Kane on the Blues and Twos, everyone. Because <laughs> we have. It's my. How is my audition for LBC going? Am I? Am I doing that? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I better just get on with it, shouldn't I? Could <laughs> We've got Lorna Campbell, who is the founder of Karma Queen. Oh. And I know. Now it's making, now that hideousness is making sense. <laughs> and Lorna is going to talk to us about her firsthand positive healing properties of, um, now I'm going to fuck this up, cannabidio, CBD, CBD. <laughs> <laughs> Lorna, what is explain to the uninitiated what CBD is and why you started Karma Queen with it? Hello, hello. Well, CBD is otherwise known as cannabidiol. Oh, um, that's <laughs> it's a phytocannabinoid found in cannabis. So it's one of the juicy terpenes uh, inside the actual plant itself, and. Uh, what we do is take the THC out. So that's the psychoactive part of cannabis. Oh. So you can enjoy all of the phytocannabinoids of CBD without the the high, which means you can take it every day. And uh, that, yeah. So, so you get the healing part without the good part. Sorry, the uh, psychoactive. Yeah. <laughs> we have... There's 0.2% THC in it, which is the legal amount. And in other countries, they do allow more THC, but the UK isn't quite there yet. But we 0.2 would still send me over the edge. Yeah, I'm very. I've got a very delicate disposition. One (laughs) one glass of white wine, I'm altered. So 0.2 would still. Do you get the munchies? Uh, 
I mean, I always have the munchies, so I'm probably <laughs> not the best person to, to test that. <laughs> if, we were, if we were in real life, I'd be high-fiving Lorna right now. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the benefit that you found from CBD oil? Um, well, about three years ago, I started getting symptoms, uh, which turned out to be endometriosis I have stage four endometriosis um which sounds kind of horrific but luckily kind of the more sort of uh, the higher the number the lesser pain that tends to be even though it's um affected quite a lot of my body um it's uh yeah I'm not in too much pain um it's more about the anxiety about when the pain is going to hit me so a friend recommended I try CBD okay and then I knew nothing about it, so I just rocked up to a vape shop mm. to chat with the dude bros. Felt <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit unwelcome. It was difficult to navigate what to buy. They kind of sort of made me feel like I just needed to buy the most expensive. Um, mm. But I did walk out with a true product, luckily for me, which meant I felt the benefit straight away, um, and, it, and it really did work for me. But the problem with CBD there's no official legislation on it, which means people are selling product with sort of hemp seed oil in it and labelling it CBD. Right. And it won't harm you because hemp seed oil is in a lot of um, skincare, beauty beauty products. But it actually doesn't have any beneficial effects either. Uh, but this law is changing next year. So we wanted to basically create a product as transparent as possible for people like myself who just didn't want to go into a vape shop, don't vape anyway, um, don't really know that world um, and just, just buy a product with clar- clarity, really. Now, we might have like quite a lot of listeners who suffer from endri- endometriosis or m- mm-hmm. might think that they do because it's one of those things that's really difficult to um, to get diagnosed, isn't it? Because they're just like, well, if you've got it, there's no cure for it. It's just the same that we would treat a heavy periods, isn't it? I was so, so lucky. I, I was always one of those girls who didn't get a lot of pain. You know, when these girls were off PE and you're like, oh, it can't be that bad. You know, I didn't even feel that much pain. But then as I got older and into my 30s, I started to get two quite specific symptoms, pain during sex mm-hmm. and bleeding during sex and also needing a wee all the bloody time. Uh, oh, well, that's just... <laughs> <Get out. laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, of course, the first thing I did was go and get a smear, go and get all my screening, go and I really had to push for that. They really didn't want to do that. So I went and got everything else potentially sinister ticked off the list. Mm. And then luckily, because I hadn't had loads of symptoms all my life and it kind of came out of nowhere, my doctor did take it seriously. Mm. They said, oh, hang on a minute, this could be something. And they sent me for a scan, um, uh, of transvaginal ultrasound, uh, oh. oh. which is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and the scary thing was I had this scan and then the next day I had one of those ominous phone calls from the GP saying, oh, can you come in tomorrow about your scans off? Oh, no. When it's the next day. That, oh, yeah. my God. I was there. I was like, I was writing my will. I was like, I'm dying. I'm going to I went in and they just sort of very solemnly told me that I had endometriosis and also endometrioma, which is cysts. Um, and 
Um, they could tell this on the scans. They, they then sent me for a couple of MRI scans to really determine where, what was going on. And they realized basically my ovaries are stuck together with endometrioma. Oh. My pouch of Douglas, uh, which the name of which still cracks me up, um, <laughs> it's kind of like a cul-de-sac behind your uterus that uh, doesn't really do anything until you have a baby. It's just space. It, their medical term was my pouch of Douglas had been obliterated by endometrioma. <laughs> which was, uh, I thought it was a bit dramatic. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a brilliant Friday night, doesn't it? <laughs> I know, didn't even know when it happened. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, I've had the endometrioma uh, drained um, recently, a couple of months ago, well, last month now. And um, like you said, it doesn't go anywhere. There is no cure for endometriosis. They say one in ten women has it if they do not know. Yeah. But you know, and I think if I, I, I really, what it's taught me is I really feel for those women who have really been suffering from an early age, and mm-hmm. people like me rolling their eyes at them in PE, going, "Oh, it's not that bad," because we all feel it so differently, and everyone's yeah. experience is so individual. So endometriosis is the womb lining, not. It's it, it's not the actual womb lining. So it it mimics the womb lining, and then it can go anywhere in your body. So I've got it all around my pelvis, my rectum, my Patrick Douglas ovaries. Um, I suspect under my arms because I get really bad inflammation. And you know, you when you're ill, your glands go up. So when I'm uh. flare up, I can like I can barely brush my hair. Like just touching my hair hurts one day, oh. and the next day it's absolutely fine so you're just you just have that kind of like feeling of like well you know when you're just about to get the flu that kind of mm. run down feeling mm. and get that and also something I've learned is uh understanding the difference between tiredness and fatigue fatigue is a whole other other story so on top of like the I mean this sounds so awful and so on top of the pain and like you say the anxiety of not knowing when you'll get the pain what are the other kind of um results of endometriosis I think a lot of it is stress and anxiety and especially within relationships because when I first started getting symptoms I wasn't in a particularly great relationship so I kind of ignored if I look back I kind of ignored things and what actually happened was I was on the pill for five minutes well about three months Mm. and my body just wasn't enjoying it and I tend to avoid that kind of thing anyway so I came off it and was getting starting to get the symptoms of the pain during sex, certain angles, uh, pain, you know, bleeding, you know, nowhere near your period, all of these things. And people just say, or the doctors just say, well, you just come off the, you just come off the pill. You need to let your oh, body, yeah. you know. So you just kind of put it to the back of your head, and then after about three years, you go, hang on a minute, yeah. This is- and it was a tw- I was getting up sometimes, and I'm not even exaggerating, on a bad flare-up night because these cysts were sat on my bladder. I was getting oh. up to go to the toilet 12 times. Oh, my so, God. You know, and that's you – know, it's not every night, but that's a bad night. And it's just you can't sleep, and then you're anxious about not being able to sleep. And if you know you have to get up early, and it just the spirals, spirals. So it kind of takes over. Yes, absolutely. It takes over. Mm. So how has CBD helped? It's helped by – everyone sort of says oh what does it cure what does it do and it I would I kind of personally say CBD doesn't cure anything it it what it does is it won't take away my pain but it takes away me caring about my pain 
So I, I kind of know it's there, you know, but it's, I, I just give less of a shit. I just, <laughs> and, then, and I think the main thing with pain is, is the anxiety that comes with it. You think, well, that's it now. That's my day ruined. Or I need to do this big thing on Thursday. How am I going to do it if I have a flare up? Mm-hmm. And then if I just take a few drops of CBD, it really helps me personally manage the anxiety, manage this sort of uh, spikes of adrenaline that I get when it comes to sort of freaking out about it. Um, and it really, really wasn't a revelation for me. Because I know that you've you've also suffered from tinnitus since like forever and you've had it so bad. Yeah. And I was so happy for you to have like to when you said, because I like obviously follow you on Instagram. And when you said that it was helping with your tinnitus, is that has that been helped as well? Absolutely. And again, it's that fear of knowing that you've got to, you know, especially if you're sharing a bed with someone and they won't let you know. I, I, I listen to like seven podcasts a day minimum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get into bed with somebody and think, oh, blood, they can't, that you know, especially if there's somebody who's like, no, I've got to have total silence. I think, oh, God. And yeah. um, I start to panic. And then again, I think your heart rate rises and then the anxieties are there. And it's, that, it's like that spike of adrenaline. And I find that the CBD is a really good thing just to have in my bag wherever I am in the world to manage that kind of situation and just give me that armor. So it's, it's, it, how does it work? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How, does it work like more teasers? <laughs> it just um so you you take it we 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 have um oil so you've got oils and you have capsules and gummies and patches and it's in skincare it's in some products that i'm still a little bit juries out whether it's actually doing much or not but from personal experience the oil specifically and the capsules you um take it uh, what we call sublingually so you put a few drops under your tongue um, leave it about 30 seconds to a minute and let your body absorb it and there's a slight weedy flavor um and it just uh somehow magically helps to switch off these pain receptors and anxiety in your brain and it's something that there's still loads of studies being done about it um so i couldn't officially say it does this um i think the issue is with cbd is two things making sure you get a good product and making sure you get the dose adequate for you personally i'm gonna uh, suggest a um a scenario now and i'm gonna ask you how much of a dose you think this person should maybe take on a daily basis so say there's person m and there's person b and <laughs> they you are <laughs> something else and <laughs> They decide to go and have a look at a, a, a flat for person M because person M is looking for one. However, the flat happens to have a landlord that's a bit of a sex pest and <laughs> has, has, filled, has filled his block of flats with young single ladies and he pulls a face when he discovers that one of them is nearly 40, which is set... Um, our two flatmates um, completely off. So, so they go for a walk down by the beach and have an ice cream. And um, person B and person M then spend the next three days having a massive panic attack due to the state of landlords and private renting and <laughs> yep, Brighton yep. and because they got a bit of ice cream down their tits. Yeah. How much? 
how much of a dose would you recommend? I recommend going by those individuals body size and metabolism and whether or not they're taking any other medication. So if they're taking any regular medication to double check with their doctor, Mm. uh, because what can happen is potentially CBD can affect how your other medication is absorbed into your body. So you don't want that to happen. So you need to make sure you space it out accordingly. Um, Once you've green lighted it with your doctor, I would recommend starting off with maybe, you know, uh, Maybe the the one thousand milligram, which is a ten, uh, sorry, milliliter, milligram, which is a ten milliliter bottle, and in that ten milliliter bottle is a thousand milligrams. Oh. So what I would say is, don't neck it in a day. If you neck it in a day, you need something stronger. So potentially that one bottle should last you maybe three weeks, maybe two three weeks. Okay. Um, one one drop would be. Um, Five milligrams, so you'd space it out like that. But the Food Standard Agency in the UK have finally given some information where they recommend that no one takes more than 70 milligrams in a day. And me, uh, you know, uh, I would say, you know, body build size and my slow metabolism, I personally take no more than 40 to 50 milligrams in one bad day. How do you work out how fast or slow your metabolism is? I think, uh, again, that's a difficult one to answer without a doctor present. I think just from personal experience or knowing how quickly I, um, I feel like I've always said this, I'm just a slow processor. (laughs) 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 And if you've got a bigger build, it takes into account, and I am a bigger build, higher BMI, even though we all know BMI is bullshit, but higher BMI, that you would need more, potentially more CBD content to feel it. Um, I, I think the um, anxiety, I mean, especially in the days of Rona, oh, my God, everyone's anxiety yeah. is through the roof. The CBD sounds bloody great. Mm. Yeah. I, isn't it interesting that it would, um, it could potentially clash with other medication? Yeah, it's just something because obviously uh, it's interesting because I also, we, we sell it online, but I also sell it at Broadway Market in Hackney on Saturdays. And that was a really great experience. Obviously, we're stopped now because of Rona. Mm. Uh, but the, when we started people would come up to me and talk to me like I was a doctor and I had to sort of go, woo, hang on. Uh, <laughs> not, not a doctor. So the best advice is to just double check that any medication you might regularly be taking, if you're taking a lot a day, just check it's not, because it can affect the absorption of other medication because it's an oil-based um, product. So if people are worried and they've got more questions, how can they contact you? They can drop us an email at hello at karmaqueen.co.uk or come and find us on Instagram, which is at karmaqueenuk or Facebook. Which oh, yeah. Do you want, and do you want, finally, do you want Miranda to record her um, version of Karma Queen you know, for, for the public <laughs> for anything you I, need? I, <laughs> well, funny enough, uh, People like Instagram and Facebook don't allow me to pay for any types of marketing because they class CBD as an illegal substance, even though it's not. And this will change next year. So I can't even buy, uh, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So saying that, you know, a little recording of you singing. Yeah, that could that could be our new marketing Um, anytime anytime (laughs) too many times too many times 
So people don't need to worry about this being an illegal substance. It's not like if you get it in the post that you're going to get the, the coppers knocking at your door the it's next right. day. Thing about it is, is um, the name of the company started because I've had that was my first ever Hotmail account many years ago, and my dad bought me the domain, so I've just had this domain and not done anything with it. And I thought that kind of works for CBD, um, so I called it Karma Queen, and then I went to register it as a trademark, and I got a very sort of uh, swift email saying, well, if you're going to use uh, any name with Queen or King, you need to write to Whitehall and ask permission. <laughs> so I had to write this big, and I thought, oh, here we go, first row. Block. So I wrote this thing explaining, you know, this is what we were doing. It's a woman, a woman-led CBD company. We're not doing any vape products or, or oils, and, and blah, blah, blah. thinking that will be the last I hear of that. And within 24 hours, I got a green light going. That's absolutely fine. Go for oh. it. Thought, if the queen agrees, <laughs> <laughs> if the queen agrees, I'm going to sell green. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> oh well good luck and I really do hope that there's going to be people out there who are if they are feeling anxious either you know whether it is because of something within their body or something mentally then I really hope they'll get in contact with you uh, which they can do at karmaqueen.co.uk and in the days outside of Rhoda you'll be at Broadway Market in London Fields uh, Saturdays 9 till 5 and they can meet you in person and where you're wear your little nurse's outfit so even though they don't think you're a doctor <laughs> yeah everything's yeah. kind of you know we're all happy yes how do you know i've got that we all know lorna, <laughs> lorna we all know that's okay. why you got on the podcast <laughs> yeah lorna. i'm really glad it's working for you and i hope it um, helps you keep feeling good yeah thank you, thank you. Oh, thanks very much to Lorna Campbell. She's at karmaqueen.co.uk. Um, I thought, that, what a little, like, cure-all that sounds. What do you think? I really want some. Has that made you change? Has that made you think about getting some? Yeah. Yeah. It really has. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. This, during this whole pandemic, it, my anxiety has been, uh, you know, through the roof. And I, th- I think that's the same for, for lots of people. And if we're talking into the context of this podcast and it's sex and relationships... Anxiety, being anxious isn't helping anyone have a nice yeah. relationship or a nice sex life. And then especially if we're talking about getting, you know, the symptoms of endometriosis being painful sex and, and bleeding in sex. I mean, oh, awful. So this sounds like a really amazing thing. I think what she was saying in that you have to make sure you get a really good product. And mm-hmm. she's looked into all of this. She she knows her staff, Karma Queen, it all sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I have to say she sources it all herself and she's it's all vegan friendly. Um so I really do I do really do recommend having a word with her if you're worried about anything and uh, and checking out the website at karmaqueen.co.uk. And also you said that very nicely. Thank that was you. yeah, no that was really well done because I, I only point it out because you don't usually do it well. Oh no, that's because I'm on about a 1000 milligrams of CBD oil. <laughs> So it's it really is a cure all. It's it's helped my anxiety, my periods, and my, my broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm BB Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. Good sex, bad sex was produced for Metro.co.uk by the fabulous Juliet Nichols. And you can get in touch with us at Twitter at Good Sex Bad Sex with the Triple X at the end and on Instagram and everything. And we have an email address. We do, we do. It's info at sexpod.co.uk. Even if you want to come on the show and chat about stuff, like we're doing Zoom shit now. So oh, easy peasy. Even stop. Can I just quickly 
So we did a, a Zoom. <laughs> Big work thing. I didn't realize my camera was on. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk heaven. about that soon. Yeah. Oh. Um, take care, everyone. God bless you. See you next week. <laughs>